0: I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to The Bear of Texas Podcast. Welcome ladies and gentlemen to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of The Bear of Texas Podcast. As usual, I am the host, The Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, effective immediately as of 48 hours ago, Russia has been stripped of the Champions League final. You know, quite frankly, that went actually faster than I thought, but that's actually not a bad thing. You know, the fact that it happened quick, well, that was good. It was really good because, as everybody knows, earlier this week, Russia launched their invasion of Ukraine. And to all my loyal listeners in Ukraine, my prayers are with you and your family every day, every morning, and every night before I go to sleep. Every morning I wake up, I pray for you people. I hope you guys are okay. And to my loyal listeners in Russia, well, since I know that a lot of you are protesting what the Russian government is responsible for, namely Vladimir Putin, you know, the fact that you guys are strong enough to protest protest these kinds of uh, war crimes and crimes against humanity, well, my prayers are with y'all too. It's a very difficult situation for all of us. You know, here I'm in the U.S., and it, it might not be as difficult as y'all, but, uh, oh boy. Anyway. You know, and I thought I'd address this because it is true. I do have followers in Russia and in Ukraine, and man, you know, and these loyal, and all the loyal listeners of this show. I mean, they're the reason why this show is just is where it is today, and they're the reason why this show only gets better. So, it, it's tough, y'all. It's tough. But speaking of uh, the whole uh, Russia-Ukraine situation, Russia has been again stripped of the right to host the Champions League final th- later this year. The final has been moved to Paris, France. It'll be hosted at the Stade de France. And if I remember correctly, the last time a Champions League final was hosted in France was all the way back in 2006, when Barcelona beat Arsenal in the final. Well, I was really hoping to see France host the Champions League final again, and I guess in my case at this point, I should be happy, right? You know... As far, as far as I'm concerned, you know, the fact that UEFA makes the decision to move the final from St. Petersburg, Russia, and then they immediately have it of location, you know, the fact that they were able to do it so quick, despite all the stress, all the pressure and everything going on, you know, all the thing going on because of the political situation involving this uh, invasion crisis, you know, we got to give it to UEFA. They got it done in a pretty uh, quick pace. I mean, the fact that they immediately made the decision to strip Russia of, that, of hosting the final. They fa- they found um, you know the replacement uh, again amid all the turmoil, the stress, the, you know, every, everything. I mean, it's unbelievable. If it was up to me, I, I don't know if I could have ever solved uh, such an issue so quickly. But it is what it is, and as far as I'm concerned, you know, I doubt that it's going to be the only thing that's going to be taken out of Russia. If there's anything else, you know, set to be hosted in Russia anytime soon. So, man, so, so th- that being said, you know, uh, you know, I actually had to do the research because, you know, of course, France was not the only, uh, choice, uh, according to multiple sources, you know, from, uh, according to my research in multiple sources, the likes of Amsterdam, Rome, Barcelona, Munich... All those actually cities were actually proposed as uh, possible replacements. Uh, All cities are, you know, definitely, you know, definitely worthy of uh, of hosting the Champions League final. No, no doubt about it. You know, but I I think having it go to France, of course, when it comes to it being in France, perhaps I'm a little, I'm a little biased because, of course, I'm French American. I love France. You know, I want, you know, I I would love for the Men's FIFA World Cup to be hosted in France again in 2023, the Rugby World Cup will be hosted in France, so I'd like to see France have the opportunity to host more and more sporting events. You know, as a pro wrestling fan, I always actually one day hope that what if, what if one day, one day, Wrestlemania was hosted in Paris? (laughs) Now, unfortunately, that's only a pipe dream because, you know, God knows how expensive it would be. I mean, you know, going off a little off subject, but I, I like to finish this cuz I know that a lot of you f- fans out there are wrestling fans as well. You know, it would be extremely expensive. I mean, you know, you know cuz remember WWE has to fly all, all their equipment, all the stuff, all, all the stuff, the props, everything out. They got to fly it out of the country and you know, flying it all the way to Europe is going to cost so much money. They got to set it up then fly it back. All, all the talent has to, you know, fly it up, they spend it several days in Paris and God knows how expensive it's, it's going to be. It would be awesome to have WrestleMania one day in France or in Europe, but it's probably not going to happen because because of how extremely expensive it is. Although let's not forget WrestleMania did in fact have WrestleMania was in fact in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, not once but twice in nineteen ninety and uh, two thousand two. And let's not forget, like back in nineteen ninety two, when when the WWE, by the time it was the WWF, hosted their annual SummerSlam event at Wembley Stadium in London, England, and we all remember the. The main event of that match was Bret Hart versus the British Bulldog for the Intercontinental Championship, and what what hell of a match that was! So, yeah. So obviously, going back to so I I, w- I would definitely love to see France have the opportunity to host more and more major sporting events. So now that they have the chance to host the Champions League final, I'm I'm certainly happy. But but at the same time, the fact that this crisis is affecting all of us, you know, there, there's that. So. So, so I guess in some ways, you know, as a soccer fan, I guess it's good to see the Champions League final ha- has found a suitable uh, replacement for a location of the fi- of the venue of the final. But at the same time, again, this this whole crisis is really str- is really stressful. It's it's having us worried because remember, for me, you know, I'm so worried about my loyal listeners in Ukraine and of course, you know, all my loyal listeners in Russia that that have the courage to protest what's going on. God knows what, what's going ha- what could happen to them, you know. You know, I I admire y'all you courage. I'll tell y'all that right now. If y'all if any of you still have, you know, in Ukraine, if y'all are still able to listen to this, you know, you know, again, just know that my prayers are with you. My prayers are with your family. God be with all of you. But man, when I saw that this was happening, I was like, "Oh boy, here we go." But, you know, what really amazes me is here I am on social media and all I see here in the US, I mean, here here's the biggest problem in the US as far as as far as political stuff goes, it's just one side blaming the other, people just arguing, you know, it's... I mean, I, don't, I I hate to get political, especially on this show, but... You know, for some of you, I, I gotta be honest, because I'm sure that some of y'all are curious, but, you know, the bigger problem here is that, the, is that America has become divided when it comes to one side, you know, it's like this, if you're either with me or against me, and I'm sure that in some countries, in some of y'all's other countries, I'm pretty sure it's the same way, too. I mean, that's why I always, I, I always say, Politics ruins lives. Politicians cannot be trusted one way or the other. Politics is corruption, greed, and evil. And this example of the Russian invasion of Ukraine is just another one of those examples of evil politics. But then again, all politics is pretty much evil. Alright, anyway. As far as, uh, well... The Champions League, going—you know—the round of 16 has just begun, so uh, the the final um, still ways away. And you know, I I should mention as well that as, as, as part of the final being moved, I actually have it on good authority that UEFA has ended their sponsorship partnership with Gazprom. This actually came. Uh, uh, some of these sources were, were uh, came out forty eight hours ago, around the same time that UEFA announced that Saint Petersburg would no longer be hosting the Champions League final. So, man, yeah. According to the Guardian, yeah, basically, you know, this, their story says you know they mentioned the move of the Champions League final as well as the the end of the deal with Gazprom. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's good to see. It's good to see UEFA taking a stand. You know. I mean, because I know that we, you know, a lot of us soccer fans, you know, have our issues with UEFA, with the corruption and everything, the greed and the corruption, just like I speak, I uh, talked about. But in, in this particular case, you know, you got to hand it to UEFA. They actually did the right thing. They really did. You know, and not only that, Manchester United ended their sponsorship deal with a Russian airline known as Aeroflot. And of course, you know, but but it goes way beyond here so you know th- this whole thing this whole crisis you know it results in it results in the Champions League final no longer bringing in St Petersburg UEFA ending their uh, their sponsorship uh, partnership with Gazprom Manchester United ending their sponsorship deal with Aeroflot which again is a Russian airline and not only that but matches on Russian soil are being are effectively being boycotted You know, because I believe the Polish national team as well as the Swedish national team announced that they will be protesting, that they in no way, shape, or form are willing to play against Russia on Russian soil because of the World Cup uh, playoffs. Um, I'm not sure who Russia was... uh, I forgot who Russia is uh, eventually supposed to play, but I know that Sweden and and Poland, you know, could be meeting. I'm actually going to take, uh, take a look at it right now. I find it right now, but... We just saw that these national, team, these national teams are definitely taking the stand, and, man, you know, you got to admire it at the, at, the, at the end of the day. All right, so I'm looking at the playoffs right now. Oh, boy. Here we go. Let's see. Uh-huh. Okay, oh, okay, okay. So it's path B. Sweden is actually going to take on the Czech Republic uh, on the 24th of next month, and then Poland is supposed to take on the Russian national team. Although from what I see right here, the Russian national team, you know, I I think FIFA said that Russia, that the team can't actually represent under its name, and they got to make some changes. And I, I, I I don't know what the heck's gonna go on, but yeah, because you know what what I'm seeing right now. um, Well, let me see if there's anything. Because you know, as far as the the national team goes, you know, nothing's been. There's a couple things here from from the sanction. Well, ch- you know, well, check this out. You know the likes of uh, yeah, Albania, England, Wales, and you know, and of course the World Cup, the Russia's World Cup uh, qualifying playoff opponents, Poland, Sweden, and the Czech Republic. They all said that they they will not be playing in Russia, and you can't aban- you, you can't blame them. And then of course you know FIFA. Actually, I should mention today. Actually, this was effective. Im- this was effective immediately. FIFA announced a ban on any international competitions being played in Russia. And home games, in Russia's case, the home games have to be played in neutral territory, but guess what? Behind closed doors. Okay. And, And according to this, FIFA ordered Russia to compete under the name Russian Football Union, and they would not be allowed to display the Russian flag or even play the Russian national anthem. Wow. Man, oh man, oh man. Yeah, I mean, but you, you, you know, as far as the players go, the, the Russian players. You know, one player actually stood up. One player stood up. Fedor Smolov stood up and actually pro, and actually gave it. You know, expressed his disgust to what's going on. And in my honest opinion, man, oh man, I, I just can't imagine the sanction that he's gonna be facing from the Russian government. Oh my God. But you know, the but the fact is, at the end of the day, whatever happens to him. The fact is, you know, is we have to admire and applaud the fact that he had the balls, and I do mean loosely, the balls to stand up and give his thoughts on the Russian invasion of Ukraine, and he said that he is disgusted by it. My God, you know, for a Russian to stand up and say that, and for a Russian soccer player to say that, knowing what could possibly happen to him and his family as a result of this, but he still does it? Wow. Now that's a man that's got that's got courage, y'all, and we have to applaud that. And, and whatever happens to him, if, if if in the case that he's arrested, imprisoned, whatever, you know what? He's gonna go down as a hero. He's gonna be a martyr. Let me tell you, all those all all the people in Russia that are standing up and protesting this, whatever happens to them, whatever they get sanctioned, whether they're thrown in prison, whether they're executed, whatever, they are martyrs because they're standing up against evil. You have to applaud that. And I'm sorry I'm, I'm I'm making this a little bit political but you know it, it's just I'm not surprised that there's people that, that they're going to be brave but you know you 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 know like you know how Russia is in, in that part of the world when people stand up to things like that when they defy their government and speak against their government we well, you know what happens to them I mean my parents are from Syria Syria is one of those countries you stand up you criticize the government you are arrested and executed and your family is probably thrown in prison it takes a lot of balls, you know, to, it takes a lot of courage and, and, and a lot of balls to stand up, you know, to stand up with what you believe in, especially when it comes to standing up against crimes against, uh, gr- crimes against humanity and war crimes. Alright. So, back to that, I got a little bit worked up, so, anyway, you know, yeah, th- th- this crisis really just, really, st- I mean, th- this, the Russian invasion, the Russian, excuse me, the Russian-Ukrainian, Crisis, you know, just starts even more crisis, you know, especially in the world of sports and, you know, God knows, you know, how, how many other things it's going to start. I mean, it's crisis after another. I mean, for God's sake, uh, World War Three is on the freaking corner. and eh? I don't want to get too much out of that, but uh, but man, it, it, it's tough. And the fact that there's people making jokes out of this situation, you know, those people, I, I can express my, my anger all I want, but what good does it do? Because that's exactly what they want me to do. All I'm going to do is, is tell them this. Think... Put yourself in those in those in, their, in, the, in the people's shoes of people. What's going on in Ukraine? Put yourself in their shoes. You know, imagine if this was happening to you. Think about what you're saying. But anyway, so so from what I understand, the Russian national team. I actually was gonna ask myself, would they be disqualified from from the World Cup? I mean, they're not qualified yet, but they could still have been you know disqualified you know as a result that I guess Poland. Would just since they were set to play Poland, Poland, I guess would just play the winner of either Sweden or the Czech Republic. But, but like like I said, you know the Russian national team has been sanctioned. I mean they have to again play as as the that, that name I gave. Uh, let me go ahead and say it again if I can actually find it. They actually have to they have to play a, 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 under the name the Russian football the Russian football union. And again, they are not allowed to display the Russian flag nor play the Russian national anthem. So. So I think the Russian national team has been sanctioned enough. I mean, this is fair enough. We should not. I mean, we don't know. I mean, we don't know if the players support Vladimir Putin. I mean, some might, some, might, some. I know, obviously, some don't. Some might, but you know, situation is. I mean, since I don't know, you know, I, I can't say. I, I can't really declare that the team should be disqualified because you know, I don't know. But, you know, the, the team for now has been, you know, sanctioned, you know, fairly and accurately. And, you know, I, I guess we leave it at that. You know, and again, they can't play in Russia. They got to play a neutral site. So, they're being sanctioned enough. So, I think, so far, they're, they're being punished reasonably amid uh, the, the whole entire crisis. So, anyway. So, yeah, going through all these points, you know, man, you know, th- this is truly overwhelming. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Truly overwhelming. Huh. You know, and seeing you know, all these other things, you know, going on. You know, according to um, the Guardian, French President Emmanuel Macron actually had some. According to this, it, the assistance of the French President Emmanuel Macron, you know, he had something to do with uh, with the Champions League being moved to Stade de France. I mean, obviously, I'd imagine the UEFA the UEFA had to had to ask the permission of the French government. So you know, the French government said, "Sure, no, no problem." I mean, I mean, it would be nice. It would be nice to see uh, you know Paris, you know, get a chance to host it again. They haven't hosted it in, in so freaking long. So it would certainly be nice. So so that being said, you know, covering all these points, you know, uh, seeing everything else like that, you know, according to the source, a Formula One race is also was originally supposed to be in Russia, but... I wasn't aware. I mean, as much as I love Formula 1, I don't... I pay very little attention to it, which really uh, breaks my heart. Because when I was a little kid, I loved Formula 1. So so about this thing, I mean, I don't know, but we just know that... Well, the Champions League final and everything else, so... You know... UEFA, you know, did the right. UEFA and FIFA, you know, took the initiative and and for that, despite the fact, you know, despite the fact that everybody's always critical of UEFA and FIFA, in this particular case, uh, well, we got to give them credit. We got to hand it to them. They did they did what was right. Ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music and YouTube. Thank you very very much for joining me this evening. And one more time to all my loyal listeners in Ukraine, my prayers are with you and your family. And to all my loyal uh, listeners in Russia that are stand that are taking a stand and protesting what, what Vladimir Putin and the Russian government is doing, I admire your-, your courage, your courage. My prayers are with you and your family. So y'all y'all please y'all stay safe. Thank you all very much everybody and y'all have a good night.